Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 130 of the Layover Live podcast. I'm Jason Swick, VP of Digital Marketing at Simpleview. On this episode of the Layover Live, Amrita Gurney of Crowdriff stops by to share her thoughts on UGC during these times. Amrita and I discuss UGC's role in promoting health and safety, innovative ways UGC is being utilized for local campaigns, best practices for UGC, and more. Hope you enjoy. Each week, the smartest and brightest destination marketers from all over the world talk about the latest trends, happenings, and challenges that affect the travel and tourism industry today. Digital marketing executives, CMOs, and leaders from DMOs of all shapes and sizes share their insights and stories to help you become the best marketer you can be. This is The Layover Live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 130 of The Layover Live, where we bring you the top article from The Layover each week. I'm Jason Swick, VP of Digital Marketing, joined by who I think is one of the best in marketing today, Amrita Gurney from Crowdriff. So, Amrita, welcome to the show. Thank you. What a lovely intro. Really happy to be here. Happy to have you as well. Now, uh, if you're on, again, we're probably talking about UGC uh, as you're with Crowdriff. And so our article of the week this week comes from digitalmediasolutions.com, which shows some ways uh, UGC is being utilized on some digital marketing campaigns. And we'll get into that a little bit more uh, as we get through the episode. But, you know, user-generated content has become immensely popular and many destination marketers today have incorporated it into their marketing strategies. The reason being is that many consumers find UGC to be more real and authentic than traditional forms of advertising. UGC goes well beyond that, though, as it's not only a great source for curated content, but it can be a great source for your photography as well, providing a crowdsourced solution for images at a fraction of a cost when compared to professionally sourced content. Now, many marketers have already embraced UGC as a core component of their marketing from customer acquisition to improve consumer engagement and even retention. And one platform out there helping to do just that is Crowdriff. And I'm so excited to be joined today by one of my favorites around, Amrita Gurneys, who is the Vice President of Marketing and Community at Crowdriff. So, um, you know, for those that don't uh, maybe know you out there, Amrita, maybe give a little background on yourself. Sure. So I've had the pleasure of leading the marketing team at Crowdrift back from when we were super small, just working with a handful of DMOs and really happy to now be leading marketing for uh, the work that we do with destinations around the world. And that means I work on everything from building our brand to supporting our customer community to helping us bring new customers to Crowdrift. Well, great. Um, and again, so, so happy to have you here. Um, and I know you, uh, you know, are a frequent face of the industry. And so, you know, one of the things that we talk about the industry, I think, is DMOs and having to really um, shift what they've done as of late. And UGC, I think, plays an important role in that um, in helping really DMOs to promote the health and safety of their communities, uh, as well as, as helping to inspire that confidence in travel again. So, so my first question, I think, to you is, you know, how can DMOs use user-generated content to promote health and safety while reopening? I think it's a great question because I know every destination right now is trying to really figure out what role they play. And I think one of the things that we see across all the destinations that we work with is that you should take your region's guidance, but share it in a way that's true to your brand. So we know, for example, that a lot of the information that comes out uh, from a health authority, for example, it tends to be very factual and dry. 
Whereas I think as a DMO, as marketers, you have a great ability to storytell. And so you can be responsible, but still do it in a way that's really compelling. And we've seen examples from, you know, Travel Oregon is one that comes to mind. I think Discover the Palm Beaches also does a really great job with that. So I think that uh, first and foremost, think about what message that you're trying to share and then go into your existing asset library. You might have UGC from last week, from even a month ago, that really meets the guidelines. It might be people doing solo activities outdoors or people doing things that uh, allow them to be physically distant. But then I would say more recently, specifically around reopening, there's a ton of UGC out there right now. And we've seen, you know, smaller DMOs even like Visit South Bend or Visit Omaha, who are showing uh, UGC of people wearing masks, showing what's happening uh, inside a business where they might have plastic shields up or they might have tables spaced apart. So really, I would say that UGC, like you said, it plays a great role in uh, inspiring confidence because you aren't making up this photo. This photo has been taken by someone else uh, and they're sharing it with their, with their network. Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's really good stuff. Um, again, it, it does play a big role. Um, I think it, because it's authentic and I think it's a great, um, you know, platform to be able to showcase what's happening. And you mentioned, you know, various, uh, DMOs out there who have, who have used this to their advantage. Um, you know, many of them even launching their own kind of staycation campaigns using user-generated content. So what are some ways then you think, um, if we're talking about locals now, because that's that's where a lot of it's starting when we're looking at data, we're seeing a lot of that of that push for, for, for local or these staycations, so to speak. So what are some innovative ways to maybe use UGC for some of these local campaigns? Because I know you guys have done some really cool things with like your localhood um, project. So talk a little bit about that if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. So Localhood is a community platform that we built where locals can actually create stories, you know, those visual web stories, and then share information about a business so that other locals can go and discover that content. So next time I want to buy a gift for someone, or if I want to get a coffee, a coffee bean delivery, because my husband loves coffee, I can go to Localhood to discover that. And we've just piloted it in three cities right now, um, but I know that we've got a ton of DMOs who want to bring this to their city, and we're definitely going to share more about that in the future. But I would say, you know, like you mentioned, local participation in our communities is really the foundation that any recovery is going to be built on. And I think there's a bunch of other DMOs who are all doing really creative things. And I'd love to just share, I love sharing examples of what other smart folks are doing. Um, one thing that really struck me, which isn't actually even UGC, but Visit Fort Worth, they, of course, do a lot with their locals, and they start right on their homepage by talking about their values, which I think is such a nice way to sort of send a message home about what the lo local values of that community are. And then I would say we're seeing UGC use in really creative ways wherever you might have looked at traditional photography before. So Visit Phoenix, for example, they are a big staycation destination. And so they have a summer savings page on their website with UGC at the top. Uh, and that's a great place to put all of your deals for locals in one place. And then we've got digital visitor guides, which we know a lot of people are having to rethink printing their visitor guides, but there's no reason why you can't recreate that experience, especially if you've got Simple View to help you put that together. So that's another way to use UGC that you might not have thought about before. And then, you know, you see people like Visit Stockton who are a smaller DMO, um, you know, they have a black owned business blog post where they bring in UGC. So again, thinking about the kind of local experiences that you wanna promote and really finding UGC to support that message. 
yeah, those are all um, really, really, really great examples. And Rita, I think, you know, um, if you're looking at that UGC, it's, you know, what you guys have provided is really nice. It's this kind of bridge between, you know, the DMO and the local community. And as all of this has happened, I think DMOs are playing bigger and bigger roles in their local communities. And you guys have done a really, really nice job of of using UGZ to help make that connection um, as, we, as we've been pivoting. Now, one question we do get from all of this, um, whether it's UGC or it's content marketing or paid media, whatever it is, is, clients are always asking us about best practices. Like, what should we be doing? What are some of the things that, that are out there that I should be mindful of? So maybe what are some best practices that you can share right now as it relates to UGC? Sure. So I think one thing that many brands kind of take for granted is, is that not everybody knows your brand hashtag or your you know, your handle. And so ask people to share content. They may not know that you're actually interested in it. So put it in your bio, ask for it on social media, put it on your website, actually ask people to share their experiences. And you can do it very generally to say, you know, share your local pride. For example, I know Visit Indie does a great job with that. Or you might want to have a specific campaign. So for example, uh, I believe in Huntsville, they are looking at people who are specifically wanting to show their pride wearing a mask. So they're actually asking people, and you can do it uh, just organically, or you can tie it into your email newsletter, or a lot of people are now using contests. So use that type of channel to really get the UGC that you want. And then I would say the next thing that I would recommend, especially this year, given everything that's going on, is to really revisit the hashtags that you use to search for content. So for example, there are hashtags that you might not have thought about before as a DMO, like shop local or local pride, that all of a sudden are really important because it's not just your visitors, it's also your locals that you want to uh, connect with and also to get that UGC from. So you might wanna rethink which hashtags you're searching for content from, even which hashtags you wanna use. And I know, for example, I think it was Visit Albuquerque, who repurposed their hashtags specifically to get people to sort of profile a local hero who was on the front line. And so to me, this is such a great way of rethinking your hashtag in a way that really reflects what's going on in your community. And then last but not least, this is always an important one, is ask for permission to use that content. I know that over the years, I think social networks are trying to really put the, the community first. And so, you know, they want to discourage people from being spammed. And they're really encouraging brands to actually go ask this person, we love this photo, can we use it on our website? We love this photo, we'd love to use it in a Facebook ad. Um, most people, as we know through Crowdriff, are going to say yes. But I think asking for permission is just a great way to start building relationships. It gets your DMO on the radar of that local. And then you also follow the guidelines, which we recommend as well. Yeah, great, great insights there, um, Amrita. I think, um, you know, I agree with you. I think a best practice is, is absolutely asking for permission. I think that's a great one to share. And I like your idea, too, about the hashtags, rethinking some hashtags that maybe you, you uh, didn't take as seriously before, right? I mean, we're seeing the same thing as it relates to web content or ideas for content or even keyword phrases that maybe we're targeting with our content marketing efforts because you know, what didn't work yesterday, we have to, you know, because the world has changed, we have to rethink how we do things. And so I love that. That's, that's really good. So what I want to ask and something we've been asking as of late, um, having experts like you on is, is advice. I think DMOs are always looking for some advice on, on what to do and what others are doing, um, especially in, in the, in the space that you run in. So what advice maybe do you have? You could leave maybe DMOs out there with a couple of things. What advice do you have for destination marketers? 
I'll start with the hardest thing and then move down from there. I would say the first one is just, I think every DMO is using this crisis to really reflect on their role. And I think increasingly, we all know that DMOs are going to be connecting as much with their locals as they are with their visitors. So use this opportunity to just, you know, try things that you may not have done before because your role is now changing. And then the other thing I would say specifically for digital and social media people is that, as we know, sometimes I feel they're a little underappreciated in an organization. And we see that social media is so valuable right now. It's a great channel for communication, for building community. But a lot of times people inside your organization may not know that. And so I would say, don't forget to share a lot of these nuggets that you're seeing on the front lines and make sure that your CEO, your VP of marketing, make sure that they see it because that's a great way to educate them. So those are the two hardest things. Uh, I would say two other things which are much more individual are number one, lean on each other in the community. Uh, I think we all know, you know, being in this community for years that we are really lucky that people are so willing to share their advice, uh, to lend an ear. I just did an introduction this morning from uh, someone from Fairbanks, Alaska. I was like, oh, you should meet this person from Tempe Tourism because they're doing something you'd be interested in. Um, this is a great time to reach out and connect with the community. And then I would say as an individual, you know, we're going to be in this for a while, this ever-changing kind of situation. So just kind of change your mindset to be prepared for change and, and don't really think about super long-term planning. Be flexible. And I know many of your other guests have said that as well. Yeah, really, really great advice. And, and um, I could not agree with you more. I think that flexibility is really important. Again, I think leaning on each other, that's excellent advice as well, as we should be um, you know, bouncing ideas off of each other because we're all of this together. Um, and I also love what you said about, you know, evangelizing that message um, upwards through the organization um, as it relates to social media. I think that's really, really important. As you know, a lot of the decision makers in an organization, the higher ups in an organization are the ones who are talking to uh, other stakeholders in the community. So arming them with some of the things that you're doing from a social media standpoint is only a good thing. So thank you for sharing that advice. And I really appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, absolutely. This is a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. You bet. And thank you for tuning in each and every week. If you're not subscribed, please so, do so now. We're also available on podcasts through Spotify and iTunes. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you next time. And have a great day. Bye.